Laura. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where five years ago today, we started to analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. And I'm... No, my God. <laughs> no. I was so what? ready to go. Wow. <laughs> go ahead. And I'm Nick Amanda's <laughs> in the news. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm Scott Corelli. Um, yeah. So uh, this is... Uh, it's, yeah, it's been five years. I forgot what the... Intro sounded like. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I know you did. You just <laughs> jumped the gun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is uh, – it's been five years since we started this podcast. Yeah. And we thought we would um, put out some some new – some new content, content, some new stuff. Um, is this uh, is this going to be on the main feed or is this just for the Council of Seventy Six? Oh no no no! This is the this is main feed. Oh, that's so cool. This is this is going out to presumably the thousands of people that are still um, the Council uh, of Seventy Six is what I call our Patreon. Yeah, uh, presumably the yeah, hopefully the still uh, like thousands of people that were uh, subscribed. Yeah, um, you know, I put out lots of uh, social media. Posts oh, cool. about hey, if you unsubscribe, you should probably want to subscribe again. Um, stuff like that. So hopefully, everyone is hearing this uh, that listened to the show previously. But uh, yeah, so today um, we one of the things that we never did on on the show that we always meant to, and it just never happened, was uh, recording a commentary for Back to the Future. It was something you had always talked to me about as serving as a as a bookend, yeah, or an appendice, right. And it just never happened. Yeah. Um, but now we have an excuse to do it because we started the show five years ago, which is uh, crazy. Five mm-hmm. years. And here they are, my roommates from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Let me open this window. <laughs> can we get Can we get uh, us both uh, worse mics? <laughs> yeah. And the sirens of the Chicago Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather in Chicago today? Oh, Nick? yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come a long way. Uh, yeah. So like five, five years, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a crazy five years. It doesn't feel like it was five years ago, but then at the same time, it also feels like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Time's weird. Yeah. It, it, it's very interesting. Cause yeah, like it is kind of five years, isn't a super long time ago, mm-hmm. but so much has happened Yeah, in our lives. Yeah. Uh, listeners, I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad you're still with us. Yeah. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, like also like it was like two podcasts ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we've we've recorded an entire other movies by minute podcast mm-hmm. together, the Cornetto Minute, where we talked about Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The, the World's, World's End. End, one minute at yeah. a time. And those were the the idea from going from this to that was that they they both felt like it was about like two friends. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of our thought. Two friends, a trilogy of comedies. Yeah. And uh, a director that we both really admire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beyond that franchise. Mm-hmm. It just felt like the real spiritual successor to that movie more mm-hmm. than like Scream, which we were also talking about. Right, right. Um, and yeah, and like, you know, it's it's kind of like the personal album for us. Yeah. Like, you know, we it never achieved the, the listenership that this show did, but we were like never 
bitter about that. No, because we were doing it because we just wanted to do it. Yeah, we're like, well, of course. Yeah. Especially the world's end. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, that's the one that no one cares about but us. But yeah, and like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really proud of that show. We started yeah. it. And then, like, we started that show in March. Mm-hmm. And now we finished it. Yeah. And that feels like both a chunk of time and a bite of time. Yeah. Does that make sense? You mean the world's end season, not the whole show. The world's end season. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Uh yeah, that's true. Um it's it's so so now we finished that whole show. Yeah, and we but the whole time we would still get really cool feedback from listeners for this show. Back to yeah, the future. People minute. are still finding it, which is just crazy and uh, amazing. Which yeah. not to get too I think that leads to why it doesn't feel like a super long time. Yeah. Because we're still every once in a while talking to people or hearing really cool stuff about the show mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like it's been dead right or inactive right that's true that's it's a, true it's a little weird because like five years is long enough for me to be like a little embarrassed sure because like i think i've grown so much as a podcaster sure i i went back and listened to our first episode it's rough yeah <laughs> it's a rough time like it's like wow, people like this yeah yeah so. people liked it um i mean you know I've, I've seen the numbers the drop in the first week from like sure. how many people listen to episode one versus how many people listen to episode six. Mm-hmm. That's usually a good gauge gauge for like how many people are like, oh, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's roughly it's in the it's in the five figure range the drop off. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so you know, uh, but it's uh, it was it's it's still it's nice um, that so many people have found us. Uh, you know, I think the surviving number of people is still in the five figure range. Um, it's just <laughs> so, a huge. So half of the people are like, no, roughly. But you know, half of the people within like the first week of ep- weeks worth of episodes are like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah, you know. Wow, I'm. I don't know. The reach of the internet is starting to hit me. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, who listened to that first week and was like, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I listened to the the, the first episode and the the first few episodes. I really listened to them like a couple weeks ago. Um, just to sort of get back in the headspace for this, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, I don't blame anyone dropping off the show. I, I I think I would have if I was listening because I just I, I was like, oh, these people don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I'm really grateful for all the people who did stick through our uh, learning curve. And do you think uh, this is how like how people that make music or like if someone watches like the first movie they make? Or the first album they made, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This sucks." Mm-hmm. Or like, "Well, what were we doing?" And you're like, they're mystified by some people. Are like, "No, I like that." Yeah, yeah. You're like, "What?" Yeah, maybe, maybe that is how this feels. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna do this commentary, and we have uh, we we basically have sort of like fifth anniversary plans. So. Yeah. We're doing this, mm-hmm. um, but we're not going to stop with this. So we, we've got the commentary coming out now. Um, I'm not going to say exactly when the next things are coming out. They're all coming out you know, in relative succession, just sure. not daily like we used to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've got this commentary. Um, Nick and I are going to each choose a scene or sequence in mm-hmm. the movie yeah. that we want to revisit. And so we're going to do an ep- – we're going to do – Two episodes, one my pick and one Nick's pick of uh, sequences in the movie that we want to revisit. Obviously, we've broken down this movie one minute at a time. These will be an entire sequence, not just like a minute. Back to the Future Minute revisited. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it'll be something like, you know, I, a bad example, but like, let's say I wanted to re- revisit the opening. 
right? Because you love uh, that opening so much. Because yeah, so I lo- I love the opening. So we're going to revisit the opening. So mm-hmm. then we would talk for everything from you know the beginning, the the Universal logo all yeah. the way to like. Uh, 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 maybe uh, uh, Marty catching a, a a truck, yeah, out of the Burger King parking mm-hmm. lot, yeah, um, you know something like oh, yeah. that. Or my sequence, you reading to me again the part of the unused Back to the Future <laughs> sequel draft where George <laughs> steps out of the cab and saves Lorraine. Yeah, great. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 yeah so we're going to talk about uh, a couple of like our our favorite sequences from the movie and then uh we're going to keep going and we're going to do the same thing for back to the future part two and part three so uh three commentaries and six favorite sequences from the trilogy yeah um over the course of the next few months so um that's the that's the plan and and you know full disclosure we're gearing up to do a, a, a new podcast. Uh, yeah, we're starting a new podcast. We're starting a new podcast. It starts next year. It's called Franchiseography, and it's a it's a podcast where uh, Nick and I are talking about uh, franchises, movie franchises that we love, one movie at a time, one movie at a time. So we're not breaking them down a minute. We're at literally time. accelerating in the hundreds, yes. of multitudes. We're in, yeah, yeah, whole movies at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, our first season is or our first mini series is going to be about the men in black franchise these were voted on by our uh, our, our patreon the council of 76 yes the council of 76 um and uh 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 also, um, so yeah, so Men in Black is our first miniseries, followed by uh, Scream will be our second miniseries, and then our third miniseries will be the X Men uh, franchise, which just recently oh really wrapped up, you know? Huh? Oh, the voting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Those are those are our first three. I forgot it was three. I thought it was only two. No, no, no. First three. That's right. That's right. Um, so those will be those will be our first uh, three seasons uh, or miniseries of that uh, of that show, and then. We're going to keep going, and uh, every one of our miniseries is going to be voted on by our Patreon supporters yeah. at DuelingGenre.com slash support. Um, and uh, we're just – we're really excited about that. And if you're still subscribed to the show um – we're gonna we're gonna definitely uh, put out like the first episode on this feed just so yeah. that you guys can get a taste and decide for yourself if you want to subscribe to the new show or not. But in any event, mm-hmm. I say we get started. Let's do it. Okay. These are so, on these are on US Netflix right now. Yeah, these are on US Netflix right now. Um that's how we're watching it. It's going to it is queued up to basically right before the stars appear in the Universal logo. Mm-hmm. And uh I should w- worth noting, I think. Yeah. Maybe this isn't true for you, though I'm fairly certain it is. Um, I believe this is the first time that we are watching these movies since wrapping up the podcast. I've been thinking about this. Yeah. The last time I sat down and watched Back to the Future in its entirety was actually in 2014. Before. Before the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I know that I watched it again. I, I don't remember where. I don't remember if it was during... The Back to the Future season or during the part two season, mm-hmm. I watched it in theaters again with a live orchestra. Oh, that's – yeah. Yeah. That yeah. happened at some point. Um, Post- but I don't, I don't remember where in the timeline yeah. that happened, but it definitely happened after we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, mine was actually – I think I talked about it in the show mm-hmm. was it was like a Cinemark thing where they're like, it's back. you know. And I, oh, my, yeah. my friend Claire had never seen it before. Oh. And, and I had never seen it in a theater. Yeah. It plays so good on the big screen. Yeah. So much better. And, it and I, so love much... it. I love it anyway. Mm-hmm. But like on the big screen, holy moly. With a crowd. Yeah. That was when I really understood for the first time just how funny the movie was. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're watching it by yourself, 
it's not like a it's not Anchorman, right? But you for you know so like it's not as it's not going to make you laugh if you're right. just chilling out watching it, right? But you're just like this is really funny. I like this, yeah. But yeah, you hear the crowd like, oh wow, I can imagine this opening night, 1985, yeah, just like wrecking. Yeah. Well, have you heard about the uh, the 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 test screening? Did we ever talk about the test screening in the podcast? I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> it was it was five years ago. Yeah. Everyone, um, actually longer than five years ago because we obviously recorded it prior to right. the release of the episode. Yeah. Um, if we ever talked about the test screening, the test screening is a really interesting moment because. You know, post production on Back to the Future was less than three months. I was about to say. So, like, when, it, it when was, was it? Was, this? It was April twentieth to July third. That was they wrapped production April twentieth. The movie came out nationwide July third. So, for all we know, this test screening was like May. Yeah, probably late late May, early June, June something like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in any event, they did this test screening. And no, everyone who came had no idea what it was. They just knew it was two sitcom stars, right? True. Chris, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, yeah. two sitcom stars. Um, and it was a movie called Back to the Future. They, no one knew what that meant because it's nonsense if you don't know what it's called. Yeah. Right? Or like what, what the meaning of the name it's is. It's like Google. Right. Yeah. It's like Back, back to the Future. What does that even mm-hmm. mean? Right? And that was one of the arguments that the, the Sid Sheifield said about why, yeah. why he wanted it to be called- Studio uh, Hollywood legend Sid Sheifield. Right. Right. Which is why he wanted it to be called- uh, 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 Moon, uh, Moon Man Have Sex. Yeah. What was whatever, the, 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 the Pluto. Spaceman from Pluto. Yeah. Spaceman from Pluto. Um. And uh, so, so they, they go to this screening. The only thing everyone knew, Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, two sitcom stars in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And, and that it was called did, Back to the did Future. Did they know that it was produced by Steven Spielberg? Did they? That this was like the new Steven Spielberg production? They, they might have known that, okay. possibly, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Um, regardless, they went in basically knowing nothing about sure, the Sure, sure, sure. And apparently this screening was so... The, like it was supposed to open in September, and then they pulled it forward because the test screening was, to this day, the best test screening Universal has ever had. <laughs> yeah. And what basically happened was, there we're going along in the movie, and you know, at the beginning of this movie, it just kind of just feels like, eh, like he's, okay. it's like a teen comedy. Okay. Yeah. Like Marty's got you know uh, he's dealing with teen stuff. It's like normal teen. The weird thing 80s is movie. The weird thing in, is that his best friend is a crazy old scientist. But we don't know that right away. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's true. we don't we don't meet Doc for a while. Yeah. And so we don't know. We like hear him and we're, we're like, okay, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's his friend. Right. Right. Yeah. But we don't know. And yeah. like then you go to school and you know he's not getting into the dance as the as the band and you meet his parents and that's pretty sad mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like okay i guess this is going to be like a john hughes thing he wants a truck yeah and right he wants a truck he wants to have sex with his girlfriend <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> these are his wants yeah uh uh and then he goes out to the mall yeah and the delorean comes off the back of the truck and then that's when everybody starts going like wait what is this mm-hmm. and then Oh, I built a time machine out of DeLorean, you know, whatever. That, but that comes after the dog. So oh, that's right. Einstein yeah. goes in the car, and then the car disappears. Everyone in the audience thinks, oh, they just killed the dog. And they said they could sense everyone in the audience just being like, oh, okay, no. Wow. No, not into it, guys. Not into it. But it's like, what, three, four minutes? What? Where, before Einstein comes back? One. Because well, he, he travels one minute uh, into the future. okay, cool. So, so, they, so did, did they bounce back immediately? Yeah, yeah. So then the dog came back, and everyone's like, oh, okay, wait. Okay, so now, now everyone starts leaning forward. Right. Then the terrorists show up, 
And then the dog is murdered. Yeah. And then uh, Marty's sent back. And then he's so he's walking around. He's in the 50s. People are like, what is going on? What is this? And then I, apparently the moment that they knew they had a hit on their hands is that he goes to the diner. He tries to order the Pepsi, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And he's sitting there. And then you hear someone go, McFly. And then him and his dad turn. And the whole audience goes, oh, my God, that's what the movie's about? And everybody was like like laughing uh. and applauding. And it was like it was like a moment that apparently like – brought tears to like Zemeckis's eyes and everything oh, because they were just man. like it worked it we did worked it. we did it like, after everything that they went through with like having to recast the role yeah reshoot like 60 percent of the movie it worked what a gratifying moment yeah yeah to be like because that's the dream is for the filmmaker and the audience to connect on such a level yeah where the audience is like oh it's like a magic trick right of like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, everybody got it immediately. And yeah. everyone was like, oh my God, this is so smart. He's going to meet his parents yeah. when they were his age. You and know? it's so much better than being smarter than your audience. Yes. It's so much, it takes so much more skill to connect with them and make the mm-hmm. audience feel smart mm-hmm. and rewarded for being like, I'm glad I didn't turn this off. Yes. Or like, I knew this was worth following. Yes. All these different parts. Now I know what this is. This is so fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he's going to help his dad have sex. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he has to, his life depends <laughs> yeah. on it. Um, so, so anyway, uh, all of that preamble to, 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 to say that we're, yeah. we're about to watch back to the future. If you're going to watch along with us, if you want to uh, get the feeling like you're hanging out with us, watching back to the future, then, uh, get the, get your, uh, your copy of the movie queued up to right before the stars appear in uh, the Universal logo, like fade in on the Universal logo. Um, and uh, we're going to get this thing started. Uh, but I, I also have a feeling you could probably listen to this fine without watching the movie, especially if you know the movie well enough. Sure. So, all right, here we go. So we're going to hit play in three, two, one, now. There it is. I love that. Oh, man, I love this Universal logo. You know what it is? It's the colors. Yeah. It, the rich kind of blues. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like it's like slightly faded. I think that's what I miss most about the past is like the texture, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for sure. There it is. Steven Spielberg presents. If they didn't know that this was a Steven Spielberg movie, they didn't. Know. They probably w- went nuts for that. Um, but uh, there he just, is, Bobby Z. Bobby Z. Just the promise. And there it is. I, I like the logo. I the the confidence of having the full blown logo. Yeah, know? and then the. Um, there's no score behind it. No, just it the ticking clocks. And like, but the no, no music behind the logo. Yeah. Because the logo is so bold. Yeah. I don't know. That's such an interesting. It is. Or sitcom star Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Sitcom star Michael J. Fox. Uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. <laughs> had she been in that Tom Cruise movie yet? I think she had done the Tom Cruise Taps. movie. Look at that. And uh, no, uh, all the right moves. Um, I think she had done uh, the Tom Cruise movie and the... Eric Stoltz. He had, she had done a movie with Eric Stoltz, mm-hmm. which is why she was cast in this, yes. because they already had chemistry. Brown Mansion um, destroyed. Yeah. Von Braun. <laughs> All this uh, exposition, very, very elegant. There they done. are. His two favorite sci- his three favorite scientists. Yeah, there they all are. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I just, I love how much of a, <laughs> how much of a, 
How much of a trash heap this place is. It really is. Look at that. Did you see like the, the bur- sleeping the, in a corner? The Burger King wrappers. Yeah. I love all the Burger King wrappers. I remember us talking about that on the show. Yeah. Uh I I love all the unopened mail that's just stashed everywhere. Marty's brother. Yeah. I bet that's probably the part of the old show that they age the best is when it's just kind of us making each other laugh. Yeah, probably. Or maybe I'm completely wrong. What part of the show <laughs> aged the best, everyone? <laughs> Let us know. Tell us. Gosh, you know what I all... Uh, uh, not enough movies start quietly anymore. Mm-hmm. At least n- not enough big studio movies like this. That's true. God, could you imagine if like a like a Marvel movie opened like this? Yeah, just really chill, quiet, soft, just like letting the camera move around. Yeah. Feeding the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose, um, you know... And Avengers Endgame had a quiet opening, but it was like somber. Right. Like yeah, a Call of Duty cutscene. You know, no. There he is. There he is. Dean Cundy. MVP of the movie. Cundy? There's a few MVPs in this movie. That's true. Oh, Einstein's not even here to eat that food. That's I I don't know that we ever put that together. You know, like what? the fact that like <laughs> it just keeps feeding a dog that isn't here. And it kind of immediately speaks to there they are, the Nikes. That it speaks to his character look at the burger king cups on out there <laughs> what kind of <laughs> night was he like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> how much how much burger king do you think einstein's eaten <laughs> how much residual burger king do you think he's gone through yeah like how much how much do you think he's just like oh, i don't have any uh food here let's go to burger king einstein <laughs> i love that doc is still able to live the way i did in my early 20s yeah well into middle age do you know that they they uh so one of the one of the questions and i think we've talked about this before but mm-hmm. one of the questions that a lot of people uh had in the the script notes phase of this movie mm-hmm. was like why is marty friends with doc like sure. why is this kid best friends with a scientist like a, yeah. an elderly scientist yeah, yeah. john mulaney and great uh, about it. they wrote this opening of with the amp to explain it they're just saying they're saying he's friends with him because he has this big amp. <laughs> like that's it. I don't think I've ever really appreciated that before, but that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is how we're gonna explain it. He just he likes using this big amp. And that tells you everything you need to know about Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because they never explain the origin of their friendship, right? And I love it. It's as a screenwriter, I'm I really am, I really love that. Oh, they're man. like, Nope, you don't need to know. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Go with it. <laughs> I'm glad all of the stuff on that shelf was empty. That was <laughs> lucky. <laughs> oh, there he is. Uh, introduced like he lives throughout these movies. Just just dragging himself out of the, his, own, <laughs> his own mess. <laughs> Getting blown across the room. <laughs> Getting blown across the room. <laughs> Digging himself out from under his own mess. Oh, Tiny man. time. It is crazy that he only wears – he only has like this one outfit for most of the movie. I mean, granted, he has his 50s clothes later. Yeah. But like – Yeah, for in, like in terms all of, of Act like, 1. All of Act 1, most of Act 2, mm-hmm. or like half of Act 2. It, it's the, when he gets hit by the car, right? Uh, yeah, that's when it starts changing it. No, he's well, still – I think he's still wearing – he puts these clothes back on. Well, you know what it is? What's great about the layers because by the time he's with Leah Thompson and his, yeah. and his underwear, he's just down to the, the shirt. That's 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 what's great about layers in uh, in movies. Like mm-hmm. when characters wear layers, they can get you know multiple outfits yeah. out of it. John McClane. Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, man. So many clocks. 
God, imagine how long it would take to set all of those alarms. <laughs> <laughs> what a lonely life he leads. <laughs> he's got Einstein and, and Marty. Yeah. He's all right. He, he seems to be excited about it, about everything. I, I You know, this you opening know, sequence. It's a, it's a real anime girl opening. Yeah. But this uh, this opening sequence was only this six is... minutes long. And... And yet, he's late for school, and it's like, well, like well, you're already late. Man. You're already late, man. Like there it is, the Burger King. There it is. We could go to that Burger King. It's in Burbank. Wow. Yeah, it's by the Hobby Lobby. That Toys R Us right there. That's that's a Hobby oh, Lobby. Oh wow! In Burbank. I miss Toys R Us. Yeah. Here's uh, it's more Hill than Valley. Thing. It's a cool board. I don't think I ever really admired. Yeah. I wonder what's on the bottom of it. I like to think that he knows everyone in that yoga parlor because he was trapped there overnight. <laughs> like it's not a cool reason. There he is. Oh, it's that boy we saved. Oh. There he is, Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> God, it's just effortless exposition. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost like a video game because you're learning about the world by exploring it. Yeah. You know, you find out about Hill Valley by like like a pink through. leopard print design underneath the, the board. Something. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's hitting me. They're both kind of. She's kind of dressed like the girl version of Marty. Well, a little bit, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. They were drawn to each other. It's like, oh, hey. yeah. You know, because yeah, Jen Jen is a lot like Marty because they they're both cool, but not like written as cool. Mm-hmm. Like I think in the script they were probably written to be normal kids, but then through the casting of like, yeah, yeah. Because whenever I hear the movie described, it's like cool kid Marty McFly goes sure. back in time. Yeah. To this day, I I you know, and I think we've brought this up. I mean, I know we talked about it all the time on the show, but like, it really is unfortunate that we have two Jennifers. Um, definitely, it's definitely it, it's pretty similar to like. What happens to Rachel Dawes in the Dark Knight trilogy? Yeah, where it's just this weird, unfortunate fissure that has so much to do with like problems in the industry, but then also like just stuff outside of I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. Because I mean, obviously, like Claudia Wells got cast here, but you know, it was also Claudia Wells got cast in an emergency situation because yeah. of the recast, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like uh, it was a situational casting less than. Her being the absolute number one pick that they wanted, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, I would be really interested to see what Elizabeth Shue would have been like in this movie. Yeah, um, she's great in Karate Kid. You just saw Karate Kid. Yeah, for the I first just time. saw Karate Kid for the first time. Very similar vibes to this, huh? Yeah, very, very similar. I really think, like, like in the same way, a little more slice of life than this is definitely. Um, but like, I, I think I feel You're just too darn loud. Yeah, here he lives. I feel similarly about Marty as I do about Daniel and Karate Kid, where they both feel like real teenagers. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not... Yeah. Like there's elements of like the kind of stock cool kid lead character, but like you can't really describe them in terms of like, he's a nerd. He's a stoner. He's a slacker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's got a lot of layers too. Doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, it's chilly. It's October. She's got a vest. Mm-hmm. You're good, Marty. You're real good. <laughs> I do it. you going to go. There's the meme. Right in front of his girlfriend. <laughs> Such an idiot. What is wrong with you, man? It's my primal Canadian urges. <laughs> oh, my God. It's back. You did the voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Hey, there she is. There she is. Please save the clock tower. There he is. I just don't think I can take that rejection. It's so, uh, it's so undersold. Those kind of through lines. Yeah. Of like, he doesn't look like his dad. He looks like the opposite of his dad, but inside he has those same insecurities. You know what's funny though about that? It's just like, you know, I, I can't take that kind of rejection. And then at the end of the movie, like, you know, like his character arc, everybody likes to dunk on the fact that like he doesn't have a character arc. Yes. This. Um, but like really his character arc is that he wanted to play at a school dance and he gets to play at a school dance. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, he's, he's a very simple character. Yeah. yeah he's not a very deep dude. <laughs> no, he's a high school kid. Yeah. Um, so he, he's best friends with Doc because he has a big amp. So it's yeah. in the song. Yeah. All I wanted to do was play my guitar and sing. Yeah, but then, but but when he does play at the school dance, he does get ultimately rejected because everyone is like, "What the hell was that?" But he's like now has this self confidence that he's like, I, "I I know that I shredded. You guys just suck." And yeah, problem. right. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So he can handle the rejection. Hmm. Oh man, this is just so clean. Like, here's some exposition about mm-hmm. the third act. But I'm an interesting then, character, so you'll remember it. And well, and also, like, you know, he uses that flyer to mm-hmm. solve the problem later because he has it in his pocket because she writes down her number. Yeah, that's like, well, why would he keep it? Because it has Jennifer's number. Yeah, it's useful to him. Right. It has like a, a cute note from his girlfriend that he likes. Right. By the way, movies. Your movies. characters your characters can be like decent boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to, you know, they can just be like normal. Yeah. I mean, I would say decent. He did like check out those girls. Yeah, sure. He's a dumb. He's a dummy. <laughs> There's the uh the porno theater. Yeah, there it is. American orgy American style. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a, boy. And a big old Miller light truck. I don't yeah. think I ever noticed that. Green <laughs> police cars. <laughs> hey cab. Makes him look like a forest ranger. I like it. <laughs> That's something I'm, I'm going to propose at the council meetings in the All future. Right. I've driven past these lion estates. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The the those, where, where I, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to say driven past what road past because it's on the um, it's on the Universal Backlot Tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never gotten to go. Every time I've done it, someone has been shooting on the Hill Valley. Uh, town square set so we, i've like, never been through there yet like a good place uh-huh um but the the lion estates uh uh wow. i don't know those rocks they're like right before you get to the vehicles if i remember mm-hmm. correctly mm-hmm. they have like a little vehicle graveyard yeah 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 i really i don't think i ever appreciate i really like that shot going through the doorway where you find biff and george yeah it's good it was a really clean shot yeah in general, Zemeckis is really good about, like, not cutting for no reason. Yeah, you know, like... In he that, saves his close-ups. In that one movement, you can really see the gen- the germ and the genesis of what he would go on to do in, like, Polar Express. Mm, that's true. That is true. Uh, maybe too goes much. a little too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- those are, like, the kind of uh, polar yeah. end. But- you know, Bobby Z's got a new movie coming out he this month. He does, this October. Yeah, The Witches. We can do another... Uh- <laughs> yeah. We'll throw that up on the Patreon. Remember when we watch Allied for this show? Yeah. I still haven't seen... Um, oh, Welcome to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin, yeah. I have twice. Wow. Wow. That's quite a thing. It's a trip. Yeah. I just I needed to be sure. There's that dance. There it is. There it is. Oh, man. Love him. Oh, these two. 
<laughs> How old was Thomas F. Wilson in this? Like 23? Yeah, he's really young. It's <laughs> such a great performance. Yeah. Oh, man. Marty, this is where Marty's got the uh, the more mullety looking yeah, hair. Yeah, just, yeah. Um, I think that's that's another reason why I don't think this movie could exist now is like Biff would be like Samuel L. Jackson, Captain Marvel. Oh, they wouldn't. I don't know. Like do people do makeup anymore. Like, yeah. Or would a would a movie st- a, a tentpole movie like this be like? Well, we have to do the, the effects. I doesn't. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. It doesn't super hold up. Like it's okay from a distance, but as soon as you do any close ups, you're like, oh, I can see all like the scaling in the makeup. <laughs> like it's yeah. just there. Wow, you know? scaling. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's that face-off pan-off. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess. Well, it's just like it looks like scales. Oh, okay. I yeah, I meant like proportion. No, no, no. There's his dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From that cut scene where that guy made him buy a whole. Crate, oh, that's right. Yeah, a whole yeah, crate yeah. of peanut brittle. Damn. That's why. That's why Marty's looking at him like that. Oh, like man. you're just. It's weird remembering the all these side characters that we spent like weeks talking about. Yeah. Do you think he works at the Burger King? Absolutely. 100% he works at that Burger King. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's interesting that he – is he on did, Is he on lunch right now or is he I really love going into work and like he works third shift? I think it's that one, but I like the first one. And he just comes home for lunch? That he comes home for lunch. Well, maybe he thought that Uncle Joey was going to get – remember because because uh, Lorraine finds out on the phone. Oh right! Well, that's your true. uncle Joey didn't make bail again. Drops the cake. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> oh man! I bet the table read for this was really fun. I don't know that they did one. Wow! Because they wouldn't have had time. time that's yeah. true. Because they would have, or Eric Stoltz would have done it. Yeah, Eric Stoltz would have done it. Yeah, and that would have been a different vibe. I feel like if they had done a table read, they probably would have. Uh, realize that it was a mistake Ooh. early on. That's why you do table reads. You, <laughs> you test the whole movie's chemistry. But yeah. Man, Bernard, look how short his hair is already. <laughs> Again. <laughs> they just couldn't give him a haircut in that previous scene. So weird. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that early in Zemeckis' career, he had this little like group of actors that he would keep it was great. Back. Yeah, yeah. Going from I Want to Hold Your Hand to Use Cars. To I Want to Hold Your Hand is a great movie. I Want to Hold Your Hand is so fun. Yeah. I was really glad that we, we got to watch that for the yeah. podcast. Now it's got a Criterion edition. Yeah. It's been remastered. I wouldn't mind revisiting that. Oh, I bet that. I bet the, the, the features on the Criterion are really interesting. Oh, yeah. I bet you're right. Those are always cool. Probably true. Oh, man. I just, it's so, I think what I really. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I know. We're almost afraid to like talk over it. I know. I'm afraid to talk over it because it's, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. We didn't already miss it, did we? No, no. Okay. There it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Just, He's just not paying attention. Utterly absorbed okay, by the honeymooners. <laughs> by the honeymooners. Oh, man. Where's that YouTube video? Like Gen Z reacts to the honeymooners. Oof. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> His stupid laugh. <laughs> yeah, we did miss it. Oh man. Oh well. 
so Diet Pepsi is kind of Marty's Burger King. Uh, He's drinking it. Unless that's uh, his Diet Pepsi from dinner. He took it with him because he was. Just... I guess so. Uh, apparently, the uh, all of the product placement in this movie is due to the reshoots. Really? Yeah, because they needed to afford the reshoots. Oh, so, so they they, they paid in. they paid for a lot of the a lot of it through product placement. Got it. Yeah, this is interesting. What did he just eat? Who knows? <laughs> Something you found? He doesn't know. Uh, he's a he's a little scout. He, he's he scavengers for food. Yeah. Now I want to know where I I can't remember. Where I want to know what this he's listening mall to. Is. I bet this mall doesn't exist anymore. That would yeah. be my guess. Let's see. It takes a lot of uh, malls closed. Takes forty minutes to skateboard to the mall. That's two times I can listen to sports on the Walkman. <laughs> the best Huey Lewis album. <laughs> there he is. Hey Marty, look at him just waiting. Oh, here we go. What's cool about this relationship, the three of them, is Doc and Einstein, or Marty and Einstein, are on equal footing. Yeah, that's true. They're both they're both Doc's assistants. If anything, Einstein's on uh, is, is Marty's higher. boss. Yeah. <laughs> Einstein's the first time traveler. That's true. Oh, man. This is a, Look at this thing. This is just so confident. It's so confident and just... It's just like, yeah, we know this thing is badass. We know this thing is iconic. Look yeah. at this. Oh, man. Look at this thing. God. Because what, it, what it's doing in the moment in July of 1985 is it's telling the audience, this thing is important. Yeah. This is what the movie's about. Right. Pay attention. It's also where did all that smoke come from? <laughs> What's going on in there? Hollywood. Was he, he hotboxing? <laughs> hey, I was <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll say this about Christopher Lloyd's performance. Christopher Lloyd's performance as Doc, obviously iconic. Thirty-three at the time. Yeah, but the one thing, Jesus, no. younger than I, I, I am now. I don't know. Oh. I just I threw that number. Oh, okay, out. all right. Um, but but the thing about about Christopher Lloyd. His performance uh, instantly iconic, obviously. Mm-hmm. However, he is not acting the age that he's supposed to be. He's just he just sort of like acting. He's he's playing Doc as if he's this ageless, yes. like exactly you know, a- ageless uh, nymph or yeah. something. No, that, you know? that's definitely what I was going to say. Like, and I think I'm pretty sure we talked about this a few times over the show. Is that these really feel the these really feel like animated characters yeah. or ageless. There, I think there's a reason that Doc Brown became someone that can like do, the car now. do Nike commercials <laughs> yeah. and like tell you to wear a mask or anything because yeah. he, because he's ageless. He is kind of like Santa Claus or Pee Wee Herman mm-hmm. where you could, you could, uh, if you're a child sitting on the floor in your living room, you immediately know who Doc Brown is. That's true. Even if you're watching this like on mute in the Philippines. You know, originally uh, Doc Brown was a character in a different script. They, the Back to the Future came about from them combining two scripts. I don't, I think I, I don't think I know that. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, they had written they they wanted to do a, a like a fun script about time travel. They mm-hmm. were like really obsessed with the idea of making something involving time travel. Sure. And he was in this like wacky whimsical comedy, and he was the character that invented time travel. Wow. It's kooky and crazy. Almost, almost reminds me of like a Jerry Lewis comedy or like a mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. Flubber. And then and then they had the idea of the 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 parents stuff. 
yeah, separately. Like Bob Gale, right. we're thinking about his dad. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then they combine the two things. That's great. Uh, when they realized they needed a science character because they didn't want to do a fantasy time travel. They wanted it to be scientific. Scientific. Science fiction. Yeah. And uh, and so they they just they were like oh why don't we just take this character from this script yeah as opposed to like about time or right. midnight in Paris right where, where time travel is like fairy oh. magic right right Marty die with me <laughs> there it is I I love when he looks down at the spot like what are you 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 should be standing <laughs> they, closer <laughs> don't run away oh man Faith. that's so good I like how chill they are about fire being between their legs <laughs> how did his jeans not catch on fire ah, my denim my precious denim yeah i'm wearing all denim <laughs> spreads to his arms <laughs> they're fire wash now <laughs> ah, why oh, did i touch man. it yeah so this is the part where in the test screening they were like mm-hmm. He's happy about the fact that he killed his dog. Yeah, it's cool that Marty's there to be like, yeah, reacting with the audience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's back to his long hair. <laughs> That's man, wow. Yeah, the hair continuity on on Marty in this movie is his regular uh, Kate Mara and Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Oh man, if you get that joke, you might be on the internet too much. <laughs> <laughs> might. <laughs> what I, what I love about that is like the joke is that it's a bad car. Yeah. Of all of the cars, a DeLorean. You use a DeLorean. It's garbage. Yeah. DeLorean's a garbage car. Um I Ah, it's a cool shot. Yeah, that was a really cool shot. Uh, so I love that. That's why, uh, like, when people talk about remaking it, and then you see like, like people make like fan art of like remaking Back to the Future, and the car is like a Tesla. That's the thing, or, or is, like a Lamborghini yeah, or something. What's so great about the DeLorean mm-hmm. and things like the Ecto One? Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as on my Ghostbusters as I am this. Yeah. Um. But they're like they're cool because you care about them. Yeah, the Millennium. Seeing the Millennium Falcon is really cool because you're like, oh, the Millennium Falcon. Right. It's not cool because of what it, the way it looks. Yeah, it's cool because you kind of want to give it a hug. Yeah, yeah. It makes <laughs> you, know? you happy to see that it's still it, it's there, and I think that's why, like in three, when it gets like freaking smashed with a train, yeah, it hurts. It does. Yeah, you're right. It's like seeing the genie get like obliterated. <laughs> um, I love that they do the 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 freezing cold <laughs> thing here. And then never again. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I thought about like that. It never happens again. That would be a cool detail to like bring back. And you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's some. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you ever remade this movie, like if you weren't going to use a DeLorean again, right? And you you were like, I, I'm dead set on having a new model of car. Mm-hmm. You would want like a, I don't know, like a like a Plymouth. Like yeah, a, yeah. Like a uh, like just like a weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> garbage car definitely yeah and not yeah like it's like a tesla no no yeah you wouldn't want like a cool car that's what the bad guy would drive in a back to the future movie yeah yeah or witness the birth Te- of the Christ. tesla time machine yeah oh man i don't know what kind of science oh he that, is. There, that there we go there he is it's like i'm building my own time machine yeah but it's evil yeah yeah that's it's- true 
I, was, I, I, I love the big show that he puts on for this as if he didn't know what date he was typing <laughs> he's, in. He's like, he was rehearsing this in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was doing while he was hotboxing earlier. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> November 5th, 1955. <laughs> I'll say to the boy. And I'll tell him the whole story. <laughs> you see the... The, the the trick to exposition, Einstein, is making it seem natural. <laughs> like you're discovering it on the spot. <laughs> uh, man, look at his shoes. I think I have those shoes. They're top. Nikes. Look at that. Yeah. They're like Nike boots. I think Marty got those for him for Christmas. Yeah. I would almost guarantee that's what happened. You got to wear cool boots. <laughs> Nike boots. <laughs> if you're going to wear boots. Nike There's boots. that other gift. God, I've seen so many gifts uh, from this movie yeah. over the course of doing this show mm-hmm. and post. Yeah, this show. that's an interesting idea of like what's the most gift movie. Mm-hmm. Like Mean Girls probably is in the top five. You think so? I don't know. I think of or me. I feel like I feel like the the Office is probably yes. the most thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Being, um, I feel like Back to the Future is used a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it's up there. I th- I'd say it's definitely top ten. Dre Brown Enterprises. <laughs> I love that it, Dre Brown. I love that it's he's a twenty four hour scientist. Like who's <laughs> okay? Twenty four uh, hour scientist is my second favorite Huey Lewis in the news album. <laughs> oh man, <gasps> what what becomes of the rest of this plutonium? That's what the remix. <laughs> So what if that's he, what the new Mission Impossible movie is about? Is like Doc Brown's uranium is still uh, is at play? Because he so he uses. Why did he get so much? I don't know. He, well, he's just stole a whole case. Oh, you he can't used, get it. If you're not getting it in a case, it's weird, you know. Yeah. Even if you're not going to use it, you got to order it. He used a whole. Yeah, you have to buy it in bulk. Got to buy it in bulk. He buddy. used he, so he uses one here. Yeah. And then he uses another one when he goes to the future at the end. But, yeah. And then it gets replaced by the the Mr. Fusion. Mm-hmm. So what happened to the rest of it? He left it in a in the dumpster by the Burger King mm. in 2015. Yeah, because you can just there's a, a, a robot that just eats uranium that just roams the streets like a robot. <laughs> I love the idea too that he he decided he was going to go 25 years in the future. You know, it makes it makes me wonder because he ended up going 30 years into the future. Mm. Uh, or presumably, because he's he's in tw- we're in twenty fifteen in the second one. Yeah, did he go thirty years in the future, or did he go twenty five years in the future and then just live for five. live for five years in the future? And that's how he was able to so deftly maneuver Marty through twenty fifteen, right? And he gets the the plastic surgery, mm-hmm. the 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 facelift thing, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, got the, begins. got the got the flight. Added to the DeLorean, got the right, yeah, yeah, got the. Uh, it takes time, Mister Fusion thing, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was just in the future for five years. Also, I love the thing about finding out about who won the last twenty-five World Series. He says that, and then later in the second one, he was like, "No, no, 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 oh, no, 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 you no, can't no. find out too oh, much." I did that. It sucked. It really <laughs> sucked. It was a whole other movie. <laughs> yeah, you'll never see it because I fixed it. Uh, the 21st century is really weird now, but I fixed it. <laughs> oh, man. They found him. Oh, man. That gun is that. nuts. <laughs> that. There's a story behind that gun. Yeah. Oh, man. That was like his dad's. 
for sure. Damn it! He threw the gun at them and then gets just obliterated. I I rationalize that on the Libyans' behalf by saying that Doc maybe like really screwed them over. Yeah. Well, he just stole the plutonium. That's yeah, all that yeah. he did. Oh, he Ooh! stole he stole the, pl- the plutonium and he built him a bottom out of uh, pinball machine. Parts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, good men may have died. Well, I don't know. They're national. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem like they. It seems like they're mostly okay because yeah. you know they're free. They don't seem it's not like, like they got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Homeland Security wasn't a thing yet. So. No. Oh man. I like to think the two kids are like smoking a doobie watching this on a hill. <laughs> What's going on? And those two kids? Yeah. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Twin Pines Mall. <laughs> Don't you mean Lone Pines Mall? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right. That feels like they're in the same universe yeah. of movie, Hollywood. They would be like they would be like freshmen at this point. That's true. They're seniors in eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Time travel is an interesting proposition. <laughs> oh man! And Cher yeah. Horowitz is like four. True. Very true. Do you know uh, the the Cobra Kai guys want to do a Back to the Future sequel TV series? I'm. You know, out of respect for Gail and Z, mm-hmm. I'm, I have to kind of be against them ever doing it. Because, right. like, Unless they, they could convince them. Yeah, that's a If thing. they got in the room with them and they were like, actually, that is a great idea. We're going to produce this. And if anyone could, it's those people. Yeah. Because yeah. Cobra Kai is so – it's dripping with love yeah. for the Karate Kid. Right, right. And like respect. Right. Yeah. Man, you know, Dan Trachtenberg should direct an episode of that. Of I know, the Cobra Kai? Yeah. Because yeah. I know from Totally Rad Show that he's like a big, big Karate Kid fan. Oh, I didn't know that. And he's just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I don't know. How did that thing flip over his head? How did that happen? It's, it almost makes it like, it's like the most Charlie Chaplin thing that he does. Yeah. Because it's sped up a little bit. Uh-huh. It flipping over his head doesn't make any sense. Because uh, he would have had to been breaking from the other direction. Yeah. Like you don't have to be breaking in reverse for that to happen. That's so funny. I love the respect this kid demands. Yeah. When he holds up his science fiction magazine. There it is. Oh, the boy speaks true. Space zombies from Pluto. There's your title. <laughs> yeah. Why did the door, did the door open automatically? He didn't click it. He was still like resting his head against the thing. I love that they're just terrified of like th- that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Were those normalized? Did you see those a lot in the fifties? Those hazmat suits? I don't know. These are simple cow farmers, Scott. I guess that's true. Fair enough. Simple so cow so cow cow. Yeah, farmers. are there a lot of farmers <laughs> in California? That's why I like. You're telling me there's a farm in <laughs> California. I think that's why my brain sometimes forgets that this is technically like. In that part of the country. Yeah. I kind of remember it being more like Midwest, at least before doing this podcast. Yeah, that's true. It's already mutated into human form. <laughs> <laughs> they just they go trust his, the, their son, that he knows what he's talking about. I like this family. Because it's in a comic book. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he must know what he's talking about. He's got the proof right there. There it is. Lone Pine Mall. My pine. And thus, the Peabody family destiny was altered forever. Yep. Twin Pines Ranch. Lone Pine Ranch. Oh, man. That's such a silly thing to do. I love that they did it, though. <laughs> I love that the, the, they just did it to have an early hint at what changes. Yeah, it really does kind of let the audience know early, like a little echo of like, oh, okay, cool. That's what – that's at play. Yeah. Does he realize that he's traveled back in time yet? Like, does he know that that's what's happened yet? Or is he about, still, like, kind of in denial? I don't know what's going through that head of his. Yeah. <laughs> that simple Canadian head. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. You know, in retrospect, it is pretty crazy that Zemeckis came back for the sequels. Because it kind of wasn't like a thing that happened a lot. Sure. You know? It's interesting. I would... Because like, you look at Karate Kid, for example. Yeah. Don't and stop it's like, or we'll die. Yeah, and, the, and there it is. And the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the director like didn't come back for the... Or no, no, no. The director... That director came back for all the sequels. But he directed Rocky and he didn't come back for any of those sequels yeah. until the fifth one. Yeah, yeah. But sequels were kind of just... I mean, not that they aren't now, but they, they were... Hollywood was a bit more naked about the fact that they were just cash-ins. Yeah, right. They weren't... They didn't say things like Saga... Right or, or like chapters or like legacy. They were right. like, we're just making another one of these. Yeah, not until Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'd be interested to go and like find out and read what made him. What? How did this go from a fun movie they wrote to like, oh, this could be a trilogy? Yeah, it is crazy too to think about like because when I think about Back to the Future of the Ride, I think about it as like, oh yeah, the movie franchise. Two miles. It'll take been... five times listening to sports on my Walkman. <laughs> it would be like. Uh, uh, I, I considered like Back to the Future was like already kind of an older franchise at yeah. that point, but in reality, Back to the Future Three had opened the year prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it 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 just opened like a year before the ride opened. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Did we talk about the Ronald Reagan thing drop? Then, oh, about the, the movie on the, on the yeah the yeah. movie yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you know this, but we basically talked about everything. <laughs> we left, we spared, yeah, we left no stone unturned. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get more casual about talking about movies until the Cornetto stuff. Um, this one, we, we really dug deep on details. Uh, but yeah, Ballad of Davy Crockett. Unforgettable. The Watchmen reference. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this is the same year as Watchmen, right? Yeah. Watch me come out in 85. Wow. What an afternoon a, a child could have. Yeah. Read the first issue of Watchmen and go see Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Oh, man. Oh, it's working. That's not a good sign. What is this thing in front of the the, the courthouse? What is that? A like cannon? A, yeah. Was that a cannon? I don't know. It's like a little mini tank. Yeah. Look at that thing. That's a cannon. Hail the mini tank. It saved us <laughs> during the Battle of Los Angeles. <laughs> Oh man, the Hill Valley mini tanks! Isn't it crazy that this this backlot has been in so many movies? Yeah, but it is will forever be known as the Hill Valley backlot. Like, yeah, you know, it's so iconic that it it can't possibly be remembered as anything else. Um, there's something, I, about, there's something about the way Cundy just shoots these sweeping shots that mm-hmm. you the audit you really remember the geography of this place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe why. 
Mm-hmm. So like when you're when you see it in other stuff, you're like, wait, I think this is the part where yeah. November fifth, nineteen fifty five. We are, we 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 are. Oof, <laughs> this nineteen fifty five was only thirty years then, mm-hmm. and now it is fifty sixty five. Yeah, sixty five years ago. My dad was one. Wow. Your dad's sixty six. Yeah. Wow. Looks great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's a good help. Yeah. We're lucky. <laughs> What's this kid doing? My phone booth. <laughs> That's for phoning. Is <laughs> he so tearing out a page? <laughs> Man, we kind of got the tail end of uh, phone books in our lifetime. Mm-hmm, we did. That's true. I remember them. I've used them. Mm-hmm. Don't anymore, but I did. That was how I used to. Yeah, I would. Do you remember going through the movie times in a newspaper and like circling them? Or was that just me? Uh, I remember every Friday it would be like, "Oh, cool, the new movies are coming out." Like, oh, uh, I would always check because I liked looking at the ads. Oh yeah, the cool like full spread ads yeah. and like with all the critical acclaim. Yeah, and stuff. I really on. like that. There he is. So my the phantom himself. <laughs> yeah. So my question is: It's been five years. It's 2020. So that was it. That was the moment. That was the moment that sold the test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Wait, is Billy Zane in this one or the sequel? This is Billy Zane. Billy Zane's on screen right now, right? Yes. Okay. The Phantom. That's what I. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was. I forgot that that was Billy Zane. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. So my question is: It's it's in the year 2020. Do you think – I think Marty looks the weirdest in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think everyone else, if if you saw them like walk in the street, would be like, oh, that guy's kind of going for like a retro thing. Yeah. But, that's true. Especially in the 90s. Right. Smash Mouth. You'd just be like, oh, yeah, this guy loves Lit and Smash Mouth. <laughs> this guy's in a ska band. Yeah. Yeah, they all do. They do look like they're in a ska yeah, band. They all look like the Mighty Mighty Boss Towns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids these are the Mighty Mighty, Mighty Bustas. Yeah. <laughs> Rasta There they go. That, maybe that's their group name in, in high school. They're like, oh, here comes the Boss Tones. <laughs> there it is. Love the shot. Oh, man. It's just so good. <laughs> just, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> There he is. There's like the mayor of Hill Valley. Everyone in this diner is like a, oh, an interesting character. Maybe even that lady. Maybe even that lady. Yeah. Man, they just, they really knew what to do with extras back then. Like, yeah. They knew how to give them character w- without like distracting you. Am I? Yeah. And like, I feel like now, I don't know. When I watch things in like the 70s and 80s and even the 90s, it seemed like. There was less. There was more emphasis on interesting, and not so much like pretty, or like I don't know. Yeah, like I feel like you don't even see regular looking people in movies very often. Mm-hmm. At least Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's a model. Ooh, I never noticed those old mounds and almond joys. <laughs> yeah, in the case, of oh, man, I miss those about diners. Yeah, like the weird little candy case in the front there. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the diners in uh, Los Angeles still do that. That's very true. The Mel's. 
Yeah, Mel's. Yeah, I feel like we live in a golden town for mov- diners, movies, and diners. Yeah, one of our favorites closed down last year. Yeah, Corky's. Yeah, Corky's. Shout out to Corky's. Yeah, featured in Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. Uh, the Good Place. Mm-hmm. There he is. Speaking of the Good Place. Bird watching, but not the kind of birds you're thinking. <laughs> 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 the other kind. The other kind of bird. English kind. He's <laughs> a peeping Tom. <laughs> wow, my dad sucks worse than I thought he did. <laughs> oh, Let man. him die. Oh. You really, feel, you really feel that hit. That's yeah. really good sound design. That is good. Oh, oh. I got to get out of here. <laughs> This is such a great line coming up. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> what are <they> doing? <laughs> Another oh, the f- one. Oh, the 50s. Hmm. Oh, man. That's why I don't believe people when they say that we used to be more civil and decent. It's like, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah. You kid jumped in front of my car. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> I killed another kid this year. <laughs> Oh man. I love I this, love I, I love remember it. this getting a really big reaction too. Uh, oh yeah, well, in, the, in the test screening. Cuz like, now they know what now the, the audience knows about the, it. It's like they a, know what the game is. They know yeah. what the game is. Like, yeah, it's like when you go to an improv show. Yeah, like you understand like Yeah. Well, now she's now he's going to meet the mom. Oh no. Yeah. And then, you know, like... And you realize that's well, why you were meeting his weird, awkward parents. Right. Just like, oh, this is what they were like. In the well, yeah. And then, and then it's just the fact that the joke that, like, <laughs> Lorraine is, uh, 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 you know, pretty, 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 pretty horny on Maine. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. You know? And so I, it's just like the, ju- the, 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 <laughs> the juxtaposition. Yeah. Of this tired, world-battered <laughs> woman in the 80s. And now she's like this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen men's underwear before? I love that. Yeah, she's right. she's in this like teen paperback of like, oh, this cute boy got hit by a car outside my house, and I'm nursing him back to health. Oh, oh man, I want to see like who the actors are that are in on in her room. <laughs> oh man, I want to see. The version of this happening where this is George, and oh, what right. what was that like? What was that like? Because was he like this? Probably even more. Probably. Oh man, <laughs> I think this is one of the the scenes that they shot with Eric Stoltz, and it just like wasn't funny. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, like what? Like what was that like? Apparently he was playing it a little too like Oedipusy. Oh, like the struggle. Yeah, the temptation. I think. Yeah, yeah, like, which like, is even just weirder. Not not funny. Like just like what he's thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. You're like oh, this isn't this isn't gonna work at all unless he's like 
Like just he needs to be he needs to be like the little animals that Elmira chases, you know? Sure. Like, or like that's my it's your mom, dude. Yeah. Not to keep bringing Bill and Ted back up. But well, I just mean like he needs to be the the comedy is going to be that she's chasing but it's not and not, he's running away from her because it's his like yeah, what? For, no, for, no. Not for, an op yeah. Yeah. For for a reason that like for her betterment, you know? Man, that's a beautiful painting. Oh yeah. That. It's pretty nice. This whole house is really nice. Yeah. It'd be really cool if that was uh if that was like a painting of like Clara's schoolhouse and it was like Oh yeah. Yeah, like old West uh Hill Valley. That right. would be like a really cool thing. Uh I mean they had no way of knowing, no. but you know. Man, oh. a lot of Davy Crockett in this movie. Yeah. Davy Crockett was like for re- sure really hot in fifty five. Yeah, for sure. He was a hero. He killed a bar when he was three. Yeah, of course. Um, then he went to Congress. Made some I laws. like the detail of the ketchup all over their food. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Did we talk about this? Did you ever have a TV was in the in the in like with the the dining room in the dining room? I never ate I meals in the dining room were were only for um Thanksgiving special occasions, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, family get-togethers, Thanksgiving. Uh, were you at in front of the TV family? Mm-hmm. With the yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, with like uh, TV trays, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she is sitting is so weird. close to him. It's so interesting that she's you know, she's obviously she's crushing very much hashtag horny on me she's twitter paid but 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 i just love how nervous she is about it too but also like she anxious knows. because she doesn't want to like let him go because yeah you know but like there's there's a lot of layers to like yeah the way that she's playing this that i think is uh uh really really fun she doesn't want to go too strong yeah like, like is this has she been has she had crushes on boys at school before yeah. is this like the first time she's like whoa who's this yeah. Uh, you know, she's also trying to be like, she's a senior. Yeah, she's also just trying to be like a little vague about it. I think in this scene because of her parents, her parents in the room. So there's just a lot <laughs> going on here. Um, man, I love the dad's like non-reaction to him hopping up and being like, "I gotta go." And like, oh, leaving. cool, he's leaving. Great. And he just like takes another bite while watching him go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this a reshoot? Because that's Miller. Oh yeah. Might, it would have to be, I think. Oh, that's right. Cause, yeah, yeah, because Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox is in it. Um, I know they tried to save as many shots as they could from the previous mm-hmm. uh, just, to, just to get the reshoots to go a little faster. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of non-Marty in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So any like shots they could use that he's not yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, they, they use. They try to reuse. Um, there it is. There it is. It's not burned down yet. Oh man. It's, oh, man. it's crazy that he also like that he's he's doing this entire movie in like a fugue state. Because sure. of, <laughs> of of like well, living shooting, off a, of, shooting yeah, a sitcom. Shooting a sitcom, basically like two hours of sleep a day. Yeah. For like I I think it was like six weeks mm-hmm. before Family Ties was done. That's all the Pepsi was for. Yeah. That thing's cool. I like that helmet mm-hmm. that he's wearing. It looks very uncomfortable. I wonder how heavy it is. 
Yeah. That would be a fun thing to make for part of a Halloween costume. Though I feel like a lot of people might confuse it for the thing that um, gets put on Rick Moranis' head in Ghostbusters. Very true. Yeah. Wow. I love that he still has the mark on his forehead. (laughs) Oh, man. He's so upset that he got the Shron that this machine doesn't work. He's so upset. (laughs) Such an interesting choice to make Doc blonde. So that there's like little to no, yeah, like continuity between his hair in the future and and now. In terms of like, it, it's like yeah, it's basically gray now. I was gonna say I don't really, I don't ever think of him as blonde in this. Yeah. I think I think of it just still gray. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like just like a really really light blonde. Mm-hmm. There they are, the happiest family in the world. Yeah. Love that first tease of that, mm-hmm. that it's disappearing. Did they ever explain? Is that just in his wallet? Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah, he keeps a photo of his family. That's so great because they don't seem like that kind of family from that one kitchen scene. Yeah, that's true. Look at Copernicus back there. Mm-hmm. Bless. Does he come running out after them or does he stay on the couch? Now yeah, it looks like he stays on the couch. I don't know that I've ever seen a garage with like a big door like that. No. It's really interesting. That big metal band on it. It's really cool. I'm surprised he could remember this story with everything that was going on when he was being told the story. Maybe that's what makes him a good assistant. Yeah, maybe. He's just got a good memory. So he, he, he convinced him enough. To come out and see it. That's only two miles. Yeah. That's true. You're right. <laughs> Although he could live on the other side of Hill Valley. That's true. Four miles. Who knows? Yeah, four whole miles. <laughs> you can get trying to hang a, photo, a picture in your bathroom. That far above your toilet. I didn't have any pictures of Benjamin Franklin in there. <laughs> uh, the bathroom's where he keeps pictures of all of his saxophone icons. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, Yanni. Bleeding Gums Murphy. Yeah. Bleeding Gums. Was it Yanni? Wasn't he? No. He was the. He had like the long flute thing. Yeah. Right? He didn't have a sax. I don't know. Wow. It's pretty cool that he, that Marty managed to figure out how to get this to play on a 1950s <laughs> That's TV. actually really true. <laughs> Look at the saxophone. Yeah, there it is. That's a big missed opportunity. There's never a scene where he's like, in a white tank, <laughs> just, just blasting the sax. <laughs> like, yeah, like maybe the night before he knows he has to leave Clara. Yeah. 
<laughs> he brought it back to 1885 <laughs> with him. Emmett, what is that? The saxophone, Clara. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the sucker's electrical. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> He's talking to the pictures. God, I love it. <laughs> the reveal of him dramatically <laughs> twisting it around to it's reveal the... Thomas <laughs> Oh, gosh. Is that Copernicus in the first one or Galileo? I think or something? it is Galileo. Galileo. I have no frame of reference at that point. Once you go that far nah. back, I'm like, I don't know. They could. They just look like old, <laughs> old-timey dudes. Oh, hey, Plato. It's me, Copernicus. Yeah. We're all live at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Boom. And the audience sees the Save the Clock Tower thing. Yep. That's what we need to remember. Oh, man. It's just so... This movie is so elegant. I wonder if you... If they edited together all the Eric Stoltz footage into the movie. Yeah, the Stoltz cut. If if the Stoltz cut, like, you know, his his performance aside, yeah. is the movie not as good because the reason this movie is so good and so tight is because this is the second time they were making it. That's very true. You know? Like like, you know, being being talented filmmakers, they were like, Okay, let's use these reshoots to like actual to also like learn some lessons or like avoid some mistakes or right. fix some stuff. Yeah. Because so many filmmakers are like, God, if I had one more chance. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd be very interested in, I don't know, Topher Grace going in there and assembling an Eric Stoltz cut. <laughs> I mean, the Eric Stoltz footage just isn't available. Yeah. Um, there it is. He said it. I think Universal would have to do it. He said the title. I imagine the test screen is just like bursting into applause there. Like, oh, that's what the title is. That's means. what it means. <laughs> We really should have trusted this movie from the beginning. <laughs> the nervous like, oh, oh, I made a lot of mistakes already. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God. It's, it's insane that of all the days that he could have went back, he went back to the, the same day that Doc... Fell off his toilet and is, invented time travel is also the same day that his parents met. Yeah, man, is real, that real uh, red letter day for Hill Valley? Is that the you know? There's that old axiom. I think that's the right word about screenwriting, where like every movie is allowed one miracle. Or yes, one like it just happens to be like maybe yeah. that is that the one thing that is just kind of like oh yeah same yeah. day just let it roll yeah. let it roll yeah if you don't let it roll the movie doesn't work so just let it roll. <laughs> God, yeah, casual doc. Look at that hat. Look at that hat. Look at the shirt. He also looks he looks like the manager for the Mighty Mighty Boston. <laughs> he does. You played great tonight, boys. Maybe you were adopted. <laughs> you're way cooler than him, Marty. Uh, you're cool. That guy's a nerd. <laughs> I'd shove him in a locker. That's saying something. <laughs> You're a slacker. You're, don't you? <laughs> don't you know? Not a good teacher. No. Don't you know? You're, you're a slacker. You're shit. Stop trying. Give up. 
The Florence Nightingale effect. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. George, you're in Southern California. What are you wearing, man? I want the. I wonder what the actual thing is. I know called. it's October, but oh, that actual thing. Yeah, I don't know the Florence Nightingale effect, or like what the new science on it is. Right. Because I think the thing that you hear about the most is uh, what's the bank robbery thing? The the people the got the lady that was held hostage and then fell in love. Is that what they always say about Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. That same thing? Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, bank robbery in Stockholm. That's why it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. So you hear about that a lot more than you hear about Florence Nightingale mm-hmm. effect. I wonder if the Florence Nightingale effect is even really a thing anymore. I, I don't know. Or if, it's, or if it's more about that other thing that you hear about, like women having a thing for guys that they can fix or they think they can fix or mm-hmm. – or, 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 A project. Yeah. If it's more related to that, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love how surprised she was to see him. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Leah Thompson's amazing in this movie. Yeah. How is he here? What is he doing here? Did was, Doc sign him up for classes? It was the 50s, man. You could just wander through a high school. Yeah, I guess so. Well, it's a shortcut to the Burger King. <laughs> he looks like a teacher. Yeah. Is he wearing jeans? Yeah, I just noticed. Yeah, he's he's wearing jeans, like tucked in. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I still have that as a shirt that I bought on tpublic.com. Oh, the Enchantment Under the Sea shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love I love the rolled up short sleeve shirt. Yeah, very interesting choice. That does not look comfortable. Did you see what he was doing? He has his like he had his like leg like propped up on the on the side of the the thing, but it was like he it was like curled around because you know I don't, it, very I relate to it very strange. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, I love these scenes because it, it, it's kind of the only thing that survived that mm-hmm. first kind of genesis of the idea that Bob Gale had. Right. Of like, what would happen if I had like got to hang out with right. 16 year old dad? Would we be friends? Like, would I bully what do, him? Right. What do we, what do we have in common? I, I love the fact that the commonality that they have is that they're both creative, but in very different ways. Yeah. Marty yeah. is, is a musician and his father is a writer. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. And like, because of the man George is, Marty never got to see that side of him. Right. So he's like, oh, who is this? freak like nerd that I'm related to yeah it's interesting that we it's cool we don't get to see Marty react to that yeah hearing his own words he's drinking a pitcher of chocolate milk poured into a glass Mm. or a bottle yeah I, it's interesting that every that these guys are just like watching this happen, mm-hmm. like they're just like watching yeah. him do this. What's wrong with it? Yeah, they're just like <laughs> they're it's just how you get a girlfriend. Way too into it. God, I love that move. That's so yeah. Good. Just pulls him up and he's just towering <laughs> over him. <laughs> Look at this little shrimp. He really is like a little angry dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> Marty. I think the size of the uh, dog in the fight, Scott. It's the scrap. It's the size of the fight in the dog. 
Absalom Flo. He, he's very scrappy. Look at this guy. He was ready to go, man. Yeah. His arm was flexed. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's going to try. <laughs> Three, 3D's eyesight must just be completely shot. Yeah. I like the idea of that kid throwing that paper airplane to like break the tension. Yeah. Just running away from him. I always forget this is an October movie, but then I see all the leaves on the ground. It's a November movie. November movie, that's right. Yeah. It starts as an October movie. Yeah, October in 85. November in 55. It's an autumn movie. Oh. That jacket is something. It's something, man. Huh. Well, my brother is shins now. <laughs> That's not good. The shins. <laughs> oh, here we go. There just, he is. Just dreaming about inventing Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you get this respirator? <laughs> It didn't seem like it was built into the suit earlier. Where where was the? I, I don't actually care, but like, where, where was the Van Halen tape? Does he just have like a little little pack of tapes? Well, it's it, probably it was probably, oh, it was probably what he was listening to. That's what he was listening to. Yeah, yeah. Right. He was not listening to sports. He wasn't actually listening to listen sports. To That's just that can I made up. Yeah, he's listening to Van Halen. And now to quote the four movies I've seen. <laughs> Look at that. Look at those. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. He's acclimating well. He's found where the Pepsi is. Yeah. He's getting the He doesn't know how to open it, though. No. That's the next challenge. A lot of twist open. Wow, they have 16 times of the Ballad of Davy Crockett. I love, I love that line. Last night, Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan came down and told me I had to be with her. <laughs> <laughs> she's having a good day. I think she's mostly having good days. Mm-hmm. Before George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Barely cares about him hearing. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> he reminds me so much of our friend Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. I'm, yeah. We have to have the actual pleasure. What? Of meeting Kevin. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kevin, uh, Resident Geek by Night artist. I just love that. Golden oh, and our, our Back to the Future uh, artist. Back to the Future Minute artist. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Man, I love Goldie just rocking out. Just yeah. Everyone's having a good time. They are. Because it's the 50s, man. It's true. And it's oh, Hollywood. Man, his hands are so sticky now. <laughs> Is he going to pay for that chocolate milk? He's just slowly approaching. Well, notes first. <laughs> notes out. <laughs> uh, I I love that their milkshake flavors match their 
hair sort of, or they match something about them. So you got the brunette with the chocolate, mm-hmm. you got the blonde with the vanilla, and then she's got the strawberry and she's wearing that like purple. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I was just I, I was noticing this while they were in the high school. I really love the light kind of cream colors that everything in the fifties has. Of like I don't know, just kind of light breezy colors compared to like in the eighties, everything was kind of so dingy and gringy. Yeah, gringy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. Yeah. You just made it up I, just now, but it's good. <laughs> I like it. Gringy. All words are made up. That's well, true. Well, he kind of looks right. like Ryan Gosling and Drive a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. That's a nice jacket. It is. Oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> getting wow. getting just the top of his eyes is great. Yeah. See, like ah, that's good cinematography to me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, lots man. of things are good cinematography, but look at that clinging to clinging to him. So kind of like that. Yeah, clinging on to him to talk about Martin. <laughs> yeah. Boy, being a kid is crazy. Like, well, and then another person just came and lifted my friend off his skateboard and took it, and we couldn't <laughs> do anything because we're six. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, he invents skateboarding I'm, and rock and roll in the same week. I'm surprised that they didn't try and find a way to have him skateboard in. Three? Part three. That's a good point. That's yeah. a big missed opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I know that he has the the hoverboard. That's the, radical, partner. In the in the vinyl section, but like, there's never a point where he's skateboarding around the town square. You're right. That's a big. That's a big missed thing. Is in three. Yeah, he doesn't invent anything in the 1800s. Yeah, that's true. I don't think he does. Right. I mean, I guess kind of a frisbee. Yeah, that's not sort cool. of. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not particularly cool. Yeah, like that truck is the same color as the the, the walls in the high school. Yeah. Is that seafoam green? Yeah. Like seafoam or mint. Very, very closely related colors. And I, oh, God, that's so cool. Look at that. Yeah. It is, you know, at this point in, uh, this is such a good move. Wow. The McFly the, maneuver. Yeah, the McFly maneuver. There it was. Yeah, the the you know, at this point in in cinema, <laughs> the idea of using a big orchestral score was kind of passé. Mm. It was mostly pop music. Mm. Yeah, that's true. N- needle drops that people were using. And so this would have been a needle drop in if anyone else had directed it. But like Zemeckis wanted that big adventure score. Yeah, cuz you think about like what what John Williams did with Jaws. Yeah. That kind of start yeah, and, but like, and, and then Spielberg going to John Williams and saying like, "I want, I want this to kind of sound like a Hitchcock movie." Right, right, right. And then as you as you like go along, it was like Spielberg was less interested in needle drops. You know, mm-hmm. it's interesting because one of the needle drop movies that I think of is like American Graffiti, sure, which is like I think only needle wall drops. Wall to wall, yeah, yeah, wall but, to wall. But that felt thematic, right? You know. But then you get to Star Wars, and he's like, "Oh no, I want a full orchestral score." And sure. I think it just evolved into here. And I don't and think it was anyone during that kind of weird period where Jaws and Star Wars were in different stages of development. Yeah, when like Spielberg was like, "Hey, I think that you should really work with this guy, John yeah, Williams." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and when it was a score, it was usually synthy, right? Mm-hmm. So you like like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters isn't an orchestra score; it's a synth score, mm-hmm. right? Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Howard like the, the idea of doing a comedy. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. with a full orchestral score and, was kind of unheard of. And what's so cool and special about this movie, going back to that that sequence of like, I feel like in movies right now you're either Iron Man or it's like a Noah Baumbach movie. Yeah, like they don't like movies don't make things that you can do feel big. Mm-hmm. Like what Marty McFly did was running across the court. It was cool and crazy in Hollywood, but it was just realistic enough to you can imagine doing that, right? That's what makes Marty uh, so special. He's mm-hmm. a he's a special boy because he's he's the little boy in all of us. I'm the little boy in all of you. Believe it, you can do cool stuff too. Uh, look at him, bless. Look at his shirt. That's a cool shirt. He's got some cool shirts, man. Yeah. If I was a different kind of rider, I could. Re- I, I I don't like a ranking the Back to the Future shirts or jackets. Mm-hmm. You know what I forget is that uh, Doc is like full blown rich in this movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, 1955 Doc is full-blown rich. Yeah, the Von Braun uh, yeah. fortune. He's got money coming out of his ears. Yeah, man. So he probably was just like, here's, you know, 50 bucks. Go buy some shirts. Here. Uh, yeah. throws cash at him. Yeah. It's like Frank Reynolds. Yeah. A rich man with very low maintenance needs. Yeah. Oh, man. I love those goggles. Oh, You don't say contact enough anymore. Yeah. Contact. Contact. Here we go. This, this might be this might be the sequence that I pick. I think this is I this is it's so <laughs> this is so interesting. Like why did he feel the need to do this? <laughs> yeah. Like why did you do this? This is the only outcome of doing this. <laughs> this is what was oh. always going to happen. Yeah. What did you, it wasn't going to go back in time. No. So, like, what are you experimenting? That that is going that, that is this equivalent of going back in time. Yeah. And then it bursts into flames and falls in trash. <laughs> yeah. It worked. Yeah. And in this metaphor, uh, 1985 Hill Valley is the trash. <laughs> Goes back in the trash. You know what? Back Fair. to the trash. You know what? Fair. That's kind of what it's like in 85. <laughs> Oh man! Thanks a lot, Reagan. <laughs> trickle down economics, my ass. Where's the trickle, huh? <laughs> when, Lord, when? When's it gonna be Marty's time? <laughs> well, the back of his shirt is so interesting. Yeah, he legit like. Oh, look yeah. at look at Doc's like shirt. It like pulls over. It's like a. A lot of interesting fits in this movie. Yeah. I wonder how accurate it is. I don't know. What is going on? (laughs) What are you doing, man? Fridays are for the boys. (laughs) So it's interesting how the 50s has affected his hair. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it more slicked back. Yeah. I you know it's interesting. I wonder if this is because it's not a very fifties haircut. You know, <laughs> oh, that's right. Is that adding to? Is that adding to his like exoticism? Yeah, is she seeing this like wild wolf man? Yeah, or where is she just like like oh like he's other? He's yeah, different. No, no, none of the other boys in town look like him. I love that. Yeah, he's her Edward Cullen. Yeah, just this enigma, <laughs> the smooth, sexy enigma. What if? What if the end of Twilight? You find out that like Edward is is Bella's uh, son, son. <laughs> from the future. You're my own personal brand of mom. <laughs> uh, Interesting, because like he 
he's a vampire that survived. He was he was bitten during the 1918 flu pandemic. Yeah. So the idea of him actually being a time traveler from then, yeah. instead of, of yeah. Nosferatu, le vampire. Oh. I like this shirt too. Dad, 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 daddy-o. Dad, dad, daddy-o. This might also be the sequence that I picked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We've talked about it so much on the podcast, I forget that there isn't a scene where Doc sits Marty down and tells him the plan. Yeah. It's... it's uh, they, oh, Nice girls get angry when they do something <laughs> unforgivable. The... The... Uh, the length of jackets in the 50s is interesting. Yeah. Because that's like... It almost looks like a waistcoat or something. Like, it, like, it doesn't come down very far mm-hmm. at all. It's very... High. Um, very interesting cut. I can't tell if the cuts are weird because, like, Michael McFly, Michael McFly, Michael McFly, <laughs> Michael J. Fox is so like svelte. Uh huh. Well, and it's, it, I'm just, but like, this is, but Griffin then again, Glover too. And, and in the 50s, more people were shaped like these two. That's true. That is true. People were healthier because there weren't Burger Kings around every corner. Yeah. That's true. Well, and, the, and, and it wasn't, Easy. It wasn't. You as weren't easy. a sedentary. Yeah, it wasn't as easy to be sedentary. To exactly. sit down for like eight hours at a time. Right. Right. Um, Even our jobs. Yeah. Were more mobile. We weren't sitting behind a computer because there right. were no computers. Right. Right. You'd have to like get up and go find people because you couldn't just yeah. like email them or call them. Yeah, like doing a date or wandering around the copy room. Yeah. Or going to like getting pulling files out. Yeah. We're already here. We're already here. It's already the night of the dance. This movie has zero fat, much like you, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> You're in, uh, I think he's in 1955 for like, what? what is the date on, uh, on, on, the, on the, the lightning strike? Is it the 12th? Is that right? November, November 12th? 12th? Yeah. yeah. He goes back November 5th, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So a week. The day that Guy Fox uh, tried to blow up Parliament. Oh. Good looking suit, yeah, man. I'm a big. I'm just noticing all of Marty's clothes this time. I'd be into. Uh, I'd be into them. Tr- you know, trying to meet Guy Fox. <laughs> Not into Doc's outfit here, though. This weird polo shirt, mm-hmm. long sleeve polo. You know what's shirt? weird is I think I have a T-shirt that has that design. Oh, really? <laughs> that print. I don't know. You pull stuff like that off better than I can. You're rocking. You're rocking a pretty cool print shirt right now. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh yeah, the listeners can't see, but we uh, we accidentally are, are twinning. Yeah, we're both wearing Hawaiian shirts with a t-shirt have, under. I have a Back to the Future shirt on, and and Nick is uh, drinking coffee. I have a Back to the Future mug. Mm-hmm. So you know the vibes. We're on brand. Yeah, oh, I love this letter. Mm-hmm. Your friend, Marty. Your loyal dog, Marty. A <laughs> uh, horrible disaster. <laughs> I love that they never noticed a little envelope on Louis' cafe. Like he has like a little chef's hat. Yeah. You got a permit for that? Oh, okay. You're under arrest. <laughs> it's it's the red scare, buddy. Oh man. I, I love that they just they give him a hard time because they know he's rich and he'll pay them out. <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, Jesus, all right. There they are, the hardest working men in show business. Wow. Look at the expression on Marvin's face. Look at that. 
uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I was born to do. I, that's what I would want, man. I would want uh, the, the protagonist of the, the remake or sequel to be a descendant of one of Marvin Berry's <laughs> gaslighters. Sure. Starlighters. Starlighters, yeah. Gaslighters. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Marvin Berry and, and the gaslighters. gaslighters. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't play last night. What are you talking about? Uh, what? Wasn't us. <laughs> Why do you do this? Uh, we're not even in a band. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've never even heard rock and meat roll music. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Marvin Berry and the Gaslighters. <laughs> their commitment to the bit is admirable, if hindering to their career. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. It's not like I've never parked before. Okay, yeah. So she's she's already been, yeah. She's been around the block. <laughs> oh, well, no, yeah, but she's. This isn't. I, I was like, oh, is this her first crush, or is this her first? No, because she's, she's she's parked. She's drink. She knows what's up. Well, she's just trying to impress him. That's also true. Gosh, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so many, so many layers. Stop drinking. It's kind of almost got like a Dolly Parton vibe right now. Yeah. Stop drinking, mom. Stop drinking, mom. <laughs> Jesus. This is where it started. It started at the enchantment under the sea dance. This is great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> she just looked at her like, you son of a... And, you know, I think that's kind of like the magic that you don't get in the sequels. Yeah. Is like, it's very, you know, it's very universal, you know, like the idea of like hearing your mom say that to you. Right. right. And you don't really get stuff like that in the sequels. That's true. Well, and the sequels are just so uh, Doc and Marty centric. Yeah, yeah. That you know, you don't you don't get him interacting with a whole lot of other characters. Mm-hmm. But you get less like the world of Hill Valley kind of shrinks a little bit, mm-hmm. and it becomes more about Doc and Marty racing through like two and two and three book. Yeah, they do. It's like a race against time. It's like a two movie length race against time. They're all a race against. That's time. true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the franchise is. They could have called it Race Against Time. <laughs> but in this one, there's a lot of like – well, I guess in three, there's some waiting. Because like it's – in two, it's like go, 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 go. In one and three, I feel like, okay, we know that on the on this day, blank's going to happen. So we have to prepare and get ready. Yeah. It's almost like a heist. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is interesting. I I, I love I love this because it's just this – <laughs> it's just this instant instantaneous like everyone watching this is just like okay this movie's not gonna go there like yeah she immediately understands that this is not right yeah and you know and it's kind of the um you know i mean i've, I've talked so much about how what, what a great performance this is for leah thompson but it's yeah. like this moment is so nuanced mm-hmm. and like she pulls it off and like the audience is still oh, this is great yeah that pull and yeah. yank there's not nearly enough Leah Thompson in the sequels. Definitely not. There's, and, p- there's plenty of Tom Wilson, though. <laughs> <laughs> Multitudes of Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, and we, we talked about that in part two, about how like the only Leah Thompson you get is like, not super fun. You know? <laughs> Look, Marty, it's our ultimate villain. The Marty Marty Boss. Biff. <laughs> Biff, our ultimate villain. Our Bowser, our Ganon. <laughs> Through time, we dance. <laughs> 
Uh, this ain't no peep show, despite the fact that I didn't mind you guys watching me at school when I was trying to do this in front of everyone. <laughs> Look how easily they're able to just carry him. Oh, I mean, he's small, Canadian. Oof. Speaking of hotboxing. It's the Starlighters. It's the Gaslighters. <laughs> what are you talking about? We've never been the Gaslighters. We're not reefer addicts. We're just in a band. They left one of their I white love... boys in the trunk. I love that they were hotboxing with the trunk open. Like, what? <laughs> Why was the trunk even open? It's so silly. All right. That's kind of a weird fit on the tux, too, huh? Yeah, it's it's long. It's too big. I guess that fits. No pun intended. Yeah, it's too big. You can tell it's 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 wrong by the shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little too big. You could definitely throw a football. Mm-hmm. That means the fits do lose. for real this time i i yeah i just really i really like that in this moment george is like i i i i, I, I don't, don't want to do this but i i could not live with myself yeah way. it i guess it's heroic in the sense that it's like i have to do this yeah it's not about like a prize or a or just it's just like i have to yeah yeah because like you know that's, he's still clearly afraid, but he does it anyway. The thing about it is like you know when he punches Biff, the movie treats that as like the moment that that mm-hmm. you know yeah, changed yeah. George. But to me, it's not that moment. It's the moment that he was like, "No, I'm not going to walk away." Yeah, like at first it was like, yeah, like that's, okay, that's a lot more heroic, mm-hmm. I think, than than the punch. I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. Yeah, the punch is a result of that of 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 him seeing her push her down. Yeah, right. But like it wasn't. It's not a. Br- it's not bravery. It's anger that's mm-hmm. doing that. But the brave thing was not walking away. Yeah, it was like no. I'm. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna lose this fight, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand up. I'm to gonna you. stand up to him. I can't. I'm not just gonna walk away or run yeah. away. Yeah. Power. <laughs> I've never felt something. I feel so alive. <laughs> Is this what it feels like to kill? And then he ran through the gym, punching everyone he saw once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never felt more alive. Yeah, he vowed he never forgot the day that old Jordan McFly went on his punching spree. <laughs> punching George, they called him. Died face down in the muck in Vietnam. Nope, still not happening. <laughs> You have to stop the redheaded kid, Marty. <laughs> oh, that's right. The the actual villain of this yeah. of this movie. Man, Linda's really uh, putting up more of a fight than Dave did, huh? Yeah. The old power of time. Yeah. I mean that that tracks with their personalities. I think <laughs> Dave's like, take me. Yeah. I was working at a Burger King, and I hadn't really planned any moves past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how it works, man. This is this is pretty this is pretty good because it's like the again, the reason that they that that this is happening is that Marty's here. 
Yeah. Like, like he he hurt his hand because Marty got thrown in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And because he hurt his hand, they can't play. Yeah. Because they can't – like, it's good. Like, it, it fits. It, it all it, – it doesn't – nothing nothing in this movie feels forced. Yeah. All of it feels very – like, they're all natural problems. Yeah. And I think it's because the scope is so focused. Yeah. Of, like, okay, it's this dance. Right. We – the mom and the dad have to dance. There he is. This guy obviously didn't see George's punching spree. Yeah, this is like the the man in black of the Back to the Future mythos. Yeah. He's agent of chaos. He is the legitimate bad guy of this <laughs> movie. Um, Boy. I, what happened? You were playing fine just a second. <laughs> I, I saw you. You were doing pretty good. I mean, it was Earth Angels, <laughs> no, but you were doing pretty good. I, I can't play. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I know we're called the Gaslighters, but we don't do it in the middle of the oh, show. Oh, no. <laughs> Av, you do it after. Good, good commitment, though. <laughs> oh, man. Just shouting after him while this, this stupid... It's like he pushed somebody else. She is really into dudes who push wow. and punch. I like that we never see the kid get up. Yeah. He just stays down forever. <laughs> he died down there. Do we... Did the movie need that extra... Oh. I like it, but... Uh, it would have been cool if when they came back, they were wearing different clothes. <laughs> like, instead of instead of Mickey Mouse, like Bugs Bunny. Well, yeah, or just or just like like something that was like a little more befitting of who they are in the new uh, timeline, okay. you know? Like there's like there's just bags of money at their feet. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But you know, just I know like what you mean, yeah. slightly like slightly nicer clothes. Mm-hmm. Like a, a hint of what's to come when yeah. he goes back. Look at not, this big old seashell. Let's cool. cut off denim shorts. <laughs> um So he Something did. Something that cooks. Oh, see? They want you to play. I know what they need. This is the opposite of rejection, Marty. <laughs> How's that feel? I think I can face this kind of acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> I have no choice. <laughs> How do you like them apples, Hill Valley? <laughs> okay. Right. It really isn't, stop talking. This isn't as much of a preamble normally. Yeah, stop talking. Just start playing. God, I've had five years. I never. I don't think I can look up when Johnny B. Good was first recorded. Like, how far in advance is this? Uh, like a year? I think it's like yeah. I think it's like a year. Um, we looked it up at the okay, time. Yeah. We, we talked about it in the episode. <laughs> I, it was, I mean, it was five years ago. Yeah. I don't remember, but probably more. It was probably it was a little less than five years ago. Now, because mm-hmm. I think we were. This is the end of the movie, so <laughs> I think we were something like eighty episodes in <laughs> at this point. Oh man. It's you know <laughs> it, it it's really interesting how Back to the Future is the result of three films, right? You have here obviously we have uh, 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 I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. You have the DeLorean and car stuff, used cars. Mm-hmm. And then and also like bullies. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you have uh, 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 Romance of the Stone for the romance here. And it's like he needed to make all three of those movies in order to make this yeah. movie. This movie's like a perfect amalgamation of those that, three things. Definitely. You can see every lesson that he's learned. Because yeah. even I Want to Hold Your Hand, his first movie, had a fair amount of technical artistry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just in the way that they use like the Beatles. Right. And, yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I mean the way they use the Beatles is exactly the way he used uh, celebrities uh, yeah. in uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, his greatest film. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is where he flew, flies too close to the sun. But you know what? He does it for him. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they think. He's shredding for him and God. <laughs> and maybe oh, that's oh man. I will argue that he's not even shredding well, because it yeah, that's sound the like thing. A song anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem. Is like the, he, lo- he loses it. The idea of, of 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 shredding. The point is that you know you're still shredding within the the mm-hmm. area of the song. Mm-hmm. You know, so it sounds like it belongs. Even the, the dead song. knew that. Yeah, everybody knows that. Come on, Marty, get your shit together, man. He hated it. <laughs> Shredman hated it. <laughs> Boy, did they! Boy, did they! George is like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to head out. Yeah, that's it. We uh, d- did a couple of dances, and then uh, that's, that's knocked good. two men to the ground. I, I, I love, I love George looking over at this at this moment because he's just like, we did it. <laughs> you know, because he's like, this yeah. is the plan. We pulled it off. And we pulled it off, and we pulled it off better than we thought. Why did you do this? It's you know I will say the only the only thing that I I am missing I think in this movie is the the concept of George maybe having a pre-existing crush on Laura Lorraine. Yeah, like what we what? we watch him bird watching her right through the window. Yeah, which right? is awful. Which is awful. Um and I guess establishes something. But, but like what was he was his was was Lorraine his Roxanne in a yeah, goofy movie? Right, right, right. Um, I think that would have been – I think that's the only thing that this could add because you understand why she is suddenly like has a crush on him. But it really just plays like George is like, yeah, I, I get – sure. Like, I mean, I'll yeah, take anybody. Like, right now, you could you, – you could, a person could walk out of this movie saying that Marty is the – Marty just pointed at Lorraine. Yeah, right. And was like, I'm, we have to do this. And he's like, oh, OK. I have no idea who that is. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was peeping tomming her the other day yeah. as I am wont to do. Uh, but I do that. I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, that's more of that's more pathological at this point, right? <laughs> there he is, back in the back in the vest, mm-hmm. back in the life preserver. Time to wear normal clothes again. I cannot, for the life of me, track if this vest is red or orange. I think it's red. My heart says it's red. Yeah. Sometimes it looks red, and other times it looks it looks like kind of like a. Like a deep orange, like a mm-hmm. blood orange, you know? But, like, I can't – I can't, and, like, every time somebody, you know, draws a little cartoon of Marty, it's always an orange vest. Really? Yeah. I always see it as red. Really? Yeah, no. like the one on me in the, in the show, I see it as red. Yeah. Well, Kevin's. Oh, uh, okay. Kevin's good. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, if, when I, if I were to see someone, like, dressing as Marty for Halloween, mm-hmm. I would see them wearing, like, a red vest. Oh, okay. I would see orange all the time. Wow. Yeah. 
the human experience. Yeah, I guess so. Doc, it's Marty. <laughs> he didn't get any of that. <laughs> Look at his hair. Doc's, Doc's yeah. hair. Looks soft. I want to run my fingers through mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Claire did. Yeah, she did. And you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. It's nice, nice looking hair. It looks very soft. It's like a like a soft dog, and it stays with him. Yeah, it's a little more wiry, I think, in the future. Mm-hmm. But you know what's cool is like this friendship feels oh, so real he's and never so been hugged before. Yeah, his first hug in, in his whole life. You know, his dad never hugged. No. Nope. Emmett, friendship. Emmett, don't get back. You figure hugging your father. <laughs> No, but I was like, there's never like a scene where they're like, you know, like in Rush Hour where they're like in the car bonding. Yeah. Like, you know, the movie doesn't need that. Yeah. Where they like need to connect over a common thing. Yeah. You like fiction books? Do you? How do you? Th- do you think that the character of Emmett Brown would translate well as a Time Lord? Oh, Me, not as the Doctor, but maybe as a Time. Yeah, Lord. Just as, yeah. as a Time Lord. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, the Doc. Yeah, the Doc. Uh oh. Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> I like that that happens as he's tearing it up, so that. He just shoves it back in his pocket so he yes. can get back to work. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So the audience sees, like, oh, he does still have it. Yeah. He didn't just, like, toss it away. He still has it. When two men watch this minute by minute, five years, 30, 30 years from now. <laughs> yeah. They'll notice that. They'll notice that. <laughs> they'll say, good job, Bobby Z. Yep. Oh, man. So. And I'm not asking you to know the answer to this. Okay. But is there someone Thanks. is is there someone whose job it is to like man that clock tower during the day or is it just running on its own? Is there uh, like a Quasimodo? In no, there? I think there's probably I, there's probably like a maintenance guy that works the building. Mm-hmm. What if it's that woman's father and that's oh. why she wants to save the clock tower? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. My father. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Oh, how do they? How do they make those storm clouds in the eighty five? Are, are those like photo effects? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's like a uh, like I, I think you shoot real storm clouds and then you like superimpose them over. Mm. Yeah, I really like a, miss like a map painting. I really miss photo effects. Yeah, when I think about like the, the specters and stuff and Ghostbusters. Sure. Yeah. Or like when the when the house gets sucked into itself and poltergeist. Yeah, totally. Totally. Steven Spielberg's Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that this year. Yeah, we're yeah, it's on it's on the list. Definitely on the list. Yes. Yeah, there's that slide. There he is. Oh. Is that the cool is is that that's like the second coolest thing that Marty does in this movie, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. The first being the McFly maneuver, of mm-hmm. course. Third being inventing rock and roll. Fourth being inventing skateboarding. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, the McFly maneuver is like yeah. a, like a, like yeah. a, yeah. That's a, it's a real, of that. it's a real Brian O'Connor move. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's Brian O'Connor move. God, could you imagine? Can we can we get some weird alternate universe where 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 uh, Brian O'Connor is Marty McFly and, and Michael J. Fox is yeah, that'd be great. Is in the Fast and the Furious movies. Yo, dog, we have to go back in time. <laughs> it's simple, George. You just talk to the girl. You just say she's the most beautiful girl in the world. God, is it weird how that works? You just buy a tuna melt every day until she starts talking to you. Yeah, it's great. No, they're perfect. God, that's so weird that that works. Can you imagine Marty pulling off what Paul what Paul Walker pulls off in Furious Seven? Uh, I, I can. Yeah, yeah. I want it to happen. I want ah! it to be a thing. Yeah. Because God's eye, Dom. <laughs> we got to stop Shaw from getting the God's eye. What would Keanu Reeves be like in uh, in in in? In which one? In, in, <laughs> in, in, in either, really. In O'Connor. either, to be honest. But like, yeah, in Back to the Future. Because he would have been around the right age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, because like he's is not he, doing Ted, obviously, being like Marty. A little more like honest, kind of maybe like a little more just playing it as Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Just the way that he would, just like a normal right, California right. teen. Right. Be interesting, too. Alternate universes, man. His career's so interesting because like he didn't really. We don't, there's not a lot of young Keanu Reeves. That's true. Because like I can't really think of a lot it's of his, Parenthood. I can't think of a lot of his movies. Yeah, between that era and Point Break. Right. Because then after Point Break, he's it's, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's, and it's Speed, Devil's Advocate. Right, right. Parenthood, the Bill and Ted movies. Is that? I mean, I know there's other stuff. Is the Lake House the first like romantic movie? He, no, he was in Something's Got to Give, but he was like the Baxter yeah, in yeah. that. I don't know. Spoilers for Something's Got to Give. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a lot like that clock I have for safety last. <laughs> love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I hate this though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Panzer Terran. It really, it really is interesting how like Doc and Marty really do feel like the spiritual successors to those silent film characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Doc and Marty very similar to uh, to uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Definitely, <laughs> they both live their lives a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Doc Brown, very similar energy to yeah. Vin Diesel. Don't have friends, only family. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly getting the group, his 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 group, his family to like do insane things. Yeah, getting Brian looped into doing <laughs> insane things. Um, I love this gag. It's so stupid. Like the <laughs> the fact that he did all of that work to get this thing plugged in. He's so confidently doing it, and then he 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 he. Gets this plugged in, but it unplugs the other one because of the stupid tree. I just <laughs> so it's stressful and dumb. <laughs> <just> screaming. <laughs> some, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> screaming just like Vin Diesel does in the best yeah, always screaming, always screaming as he's as he glides across the screen <laughs> as he falls. Oh man, as he's like you know punching. Uh, yeah, but you know torpedoes on a semi-serious tip it's interesting that you say that we are talking about fast and furious now because i think there's something to be said about these kinds of movies where your protagonists are visibly stressed out and freaking out Mm -hmm. in the furious seven movie they're like driving in between 
skyscrapers. Yeah. And they're like, this is nuts, you know? Yeah. But like, imagine Marty in that situation. Yeah. How is he doing this? Yeah, it's insane. Like, it, the, the editing here is so tight that he is getting... He's getting too much done in the amount of time. Like he was, he was literally less than a block away, like thirty-five seconds yeah. ago. Uh, car in the trash. I love that they stay with Doc here. Yeah, it's great. Although I do like to believe that the journey Marty's on right now is exactly the journey that the phone box goes through in the Bill and Ted movies. <laughs> I, I I love that he just is like, oh my god, like I finally did something right, mm-hmm. you know? You get this this moment. Like there's just so much Yeah, it's almost like it's a wonderful life. Yeah. You know? There's there's just so much going through his head right now because he's just like Wow, that's like the first successful experiment I've ever had. And what a success. Yeah. I did it. Science truly that was, does rule. That was his. Uh, that was his. Uh, you know, uh, uh, playing the school dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, yeah. He just good. wanted. Uh, he just wanted something he make to work. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I never thought about that. Really. Yeah. Ah uh, man, I remember talking about how cool we thought this transition was. It's great. Look at all this garbage. I'm home. California raisins. In a California raisin. What a weird thing to be to exist the the idea of like creating characters to advertise california raisins california brand raisins <laughs> that's so weird raisins wow raisins are cool kids raisins. look at us hey the ice well there it is it's back You're back. Merry Orgy Christmas. American style. Merry Christmas, you porno theater. <laughs> Everything looks great. One twenty-three in the morning. Nope, you're going to have to run, dude. I love that he gave himself extra time to pull this off, and the stupid DeLorean is ruining his life. Mm-hmm. And there they are, the terrorists. Cool. Oh, man. It would have been awesome if he had a skateboard. skateboard. Yes. Grabbed onto it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it appears to be small Canadian boy hanging onto our... I don't know why they're Russian. <laughs> I mean, that would be better than yeah. Libyans, yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> sure. I wish they were Russian. Age a little bit better. Russian terrorists always age better. Mm-hmm. Lone Pine. I change stuff. Oh, uh, but not enough. He didn't mm-hmm. change enough. That's got to still suck. dead. Do you think he feels closer to Doc than ever before? Yeah. After going back and seeing air quote young version. Sure. Of Doc. Yeah, younger version. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. This is how they became best friends. Like, were they just or is it were they just employer employee before? But like now they're friends. Yeah, in this I think timeline. that kind of speaks to <laughs> Marty. Was kind of maybe if you look at the first few minutes of the movie again, Marty's a little more business casual with Doc. Yeah. Wow, looks bitching. Wow, that was really cool. Ooh, got him! Right in the film sale. <laughs> 
Uh, the manager of that booth is going to be real surprised when they show up in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Sobbing's kind of overdoing it, subtitles. Yeah. Why would he leave his eyes open? <laughs> See, that's weird. Maybe he did Just, die. Maybe he had like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Yeah, his hair is definitely not as there we go, yeah. soft. But yeah, yeah, you see how like the wrinkles look like scales? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. You're a liquid terminator. Oh, Wait, that's not a thing yet. <laughs> not even in 1985. <laughs> how did I know about that? Who <laughs> oh, am I? Wow. There it is. That'd be cool to have. Yeah, that'd be a fun prop. Yeah, yeah for be, sure. Like frame that. Mm-hmm. The taped up version. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. What the hell? I'm going to steal plutonium from terrorists. <laughs> uh, that also kind of tracked based on how elated and proud of himself he was that we saw him after pulling off the, he'd be like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Emmett Brown. Everything's fine. Man. Enjoy being the voice of Stuart Little. All right, we've been we've been shaking hands a little too long. <laughs> okay, okay Marty. All right, all right. <laughs> it's fine when we're hugging, but the handshake is weird. All right, Marty. It's one in the morning, and I'm in my fifties. <laughs> he just hits that car. Fifties, fifties. He'd be in his seventies. Seventies. God, yeah. the deck on his board is so cool. I don't think yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, that's cool. Just immediately <laughs> goes to the future. <laughs> no, the, doesn't go back to the house. Doesn't he just got Einstein. shot? <laughs> he just got shot in the chest like seventeen times, <laughs> straight to twenty fifteen. <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, I'm not wasting any more time." Straight to twenty ten. That's true. Uh, I like to think that. Wait, does that mean he's like in his eighties at yeah. that point in the sequels? I think so. So wow. Doc stumbling. There he is. I want to. I want to see Doc stumbling through 2010 Hill Valley while like Teenage Dream is playing through the speakers. That is legitimately how I sleep. I've realized. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever realized it from the outside before. But like, yeah, I've just been like more aware of my. Uh, sure, your body. Like my my yeah, but just like my sleep position lately, and that is legitimately how I sleep. Do you think Marty talks to his Huey Lewis in the news poster the way Doc talks to his pictures of uh, Thomas Edison? I, I think there's no chance of that not happening. Oh, Huey, what am I going to do? It's the big audition today. <laughs> Look at all this new furniture. You'll be fine, Marty. Get oh, back. No, what did I do? Where am I? Oh, no. They're the y- piano. <laughs> no, no. They're yuppies. <laughs> so 80s, man. They're a bunch of yuppies. See, we fixed them. They have money now. Yeah. Is this why uh, Crispin Glover didn't want to come back for the sequels? This is why he jerked the, jerked them around. He hated the ending. Wow. He didn't like that they were successful. Rock and roll, man. And well, yeah, and I I I don't blame him. I will say they're not that successful. They still live in the same house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know? It's uh it, I don't know. I think all movies, especially Hollywood movies, are to a certain extent a product of their time. Yeah. And yeah, this is where we were at in the eighties. Yeah, I don't think that they're like everybody likes to say, like, oh yeah, and then how they're rich at the end. I don't think they're rich. I they're still 
like they're upper middle class. Yeah, they're still they're still like middle class, upper middle class because they still have the same house. It's mm-hmm. not their stuff it, is better. Yeah, their stuff is nicer, but that could just you know come from really, like them caring more. You know, what been really funny is if like they're happy. He, he, he goes, he, he runs to the house, and they're not there anymore. It's another family, and it's like, oh right, yeah, they don't they they would have moved. Yeah, <laughs> they would have gotten a better house. Oh yeah. Dave kind of looks like Albert Brooks. He does a little. You're right. Biff's automotive detail. It's Biff, the family slave. I make him wear Reebok. <laughs> Man, it's so weird they keep him in their life. The 80s were really into waxing cars. Huh? Sure, yeah. Karate Kid. This. Yeah. End of list. End of list. <laughs> but those are the two biggest things to happen in the eighties. Yeah, for sure. That and Michael Jackson and Reganox. Yeah. What's that? Is that a microwave? They just have just just boxes of plastic just randomly spattered throughout the house. That is a massive, is a book. huge book, man. He like that is huge. Oh, that much story. Isn't that a thing you can buy? That book. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have anything in it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's like you put your keys. Yeah, right, right. It's yeah. like a fake book. Oh. And wow. it's not that big. Now we have four shovels. It's not that big, and I think it's a paperback. You know? <laughs> so okay, it's cool. not nearly as cool. <laughs> he loves it so much. He's... Yeah. I just remember, I just realized like the his, his uh, skateboard deck matches her pants. <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> it's great. Very similar. I like that intense collar. It looks good on mm-hmm. her. It looks better on her than it does on Marty the shoe. Yeah, be well in the, in the next movie like this outfit. Well, it's I, like uh, it's like well she has to wear the has, same clothes. She has to be wearing the same clothes. Right, right. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, you know. No, but like I don't know. It's like did they did she have to be wearing the same clothes or she, what is, Yeah, it's a know? different universe. Who yeah, cares? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if they in now in 2020 that's what we would have done. Yeah. Where everything is now. I guess we're already in the other universe, so yeah, she would have to be wearing the same clothes, Mm. technically speaking. Um, It's crazy that the garbage fuel thing, they made that up for this movie, you know? Yeah. I always think about it in terms of like the second movie. Sure, sure, you associate it. Yeah. But it's like the Joker card at the end of Batman Begins. Yeah, it's so interesting. All the Miller. Is that that Japanese or Mandarin? I'm not sure. She is learning all of this for the very first time. It's great. What is happening right now? I don't think he's even Doc has even referred to her yet. No, spoken to her. <laughs> he referred to her for a second. She I could wish, come along too. I wish lightning license plates looked like that. Yeah, that would be cool. There it is. No roads edition. Yep. Man, what a baller ending. Mm. Seriously. Boom. Boom. Bye. That's it. And now we're going to watch Creek. <laughs> yeah, what's that about? That, what the heck? Why does it just say Creek? Is we, we, just got, we got an ad for, for Shits Creek. But oh, it's, oh, it's because it's, David's shirt was black and Shits was in black. So it was like, oh, it. so we couldn't see it. That's a bad bad design choice. No. Um, All right. So anyway, Back to the Future is great. Yeah, still a great movie. Still a great movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, man. It's it's great. I'm glad that I we I took the break from it 
um, sure. after after the after the show. Um, because now it, it, it plays just like a movie again. Yeah. Instead of like me constantly thinking about the podcast. And I don't remember ever turning down the opportunity to watch it. No. It just kind of naturally hadn't really come up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was nice. Uh, I love that movie. It's so perfect. Yeah. Wow. Hope this has been fun listening to us talk about it again, everybody. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy fifth anniversary to us. Yes. Happy uh, anniversary. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back shortly uh with the first of our uh favorite sequence oh yeah um specials and then uh and then and then at some point we'll do the same thing for all the sequels and it's all it's all coming out relatively in a row so all all within a short span of time um so we will uh talk to you then thanks so much for listening or uh watching along with us yeah if that's what you did whatever the case may be yeah and we'll see you somewhere yes yes